Super Talk Mississippi media production. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Eagle fans, we're across the state of Mississippi on the Super Talk Mississippi Network. It's the Eagle Hour. Luke Johnson, Kelly Center, Dalton Stanford, Brandon Wallace producing back in the First Bank Studios. We're live at 4th Street Bar and Grill today on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I'm looking out the window right now. I can see the rock and uh, just about 30 hours away or 29 hours away from kickoff, the 2019 season uh, will begin tomorrow night against uh, Alcorn State. And, Kelly, uh, I'm staring at my chicken wrap. You've already consumed one, and you said it was very good. All it takes me about 30 seconds. <laughs> and, uh, that's how good they are. Yeah, they've got, a, they've got the lunch specials here every day. If you've never tried their chicken thigh sandwich, but which is good. not something that you see on the menu you know, very often. They, have, really they played trivia last night You know, back in the, in the trivia mode once a month. Pool tables off here to our right, and yeah, we're pre-gaming already, Luke. It's it's exciting. 2019 yeah. uh, season kicking off already. Some conference USA teams kicking off last night. Good show for you today. Slade White, owner here, will be joining us in the third segment. Jay Ladner, head basketball coach uh, for Southern Miss, will be joining us in the next segment. But all eyes, literally, right now, because I am looking, all eyes on the rock. Uh, it's just one of those times you you feel like you and I both called JUCO ball last night. We've got high school ball tonight. But man, college football is here. Oh gosh, I, I'm, and I'm telling you, it doesn't get, it doesn't matter how old you get. I don't know if it's if it's the fact that it is that it's football or that it's the a new academic year. If it's the fact that cooler temperatures may be on the way, it's just all rolled in. Everybody's back into a routine. The students are into a routine. We as adults, the older we get, the more we tend to like yeah. routine. It's just a great time of year, man. I am, I'm stoked, as they say out in Cali. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I think it's going to be a great crowd in the Rock tomorrow night. And Let's, let's just kind of jump into it. And uh, On fourth segment today, last segment, we're going to let you know just some, there's some additional features besides the food stuff that's going to be available for you tomorrow night. You need to know some stuff about Spirit Park Live. The Eagle Walk's been extended. There's going to be some fireworks tomorrow night. We'll bring you all that later in the show. But Conference USA kicked off... Uh, some football last night, and Kelly, it was a mixed bag of, of results. There were some, you know, there were some ugly losses in there. I was going to say, if you had to tilt the scale one way or another, much more disappointing than, I mean, the FIU, you know, loses. Although, albeit two Division One team in Tulane, but they got walloped by Tulane. But then the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky get beat by a Division Two school. Which that certainly doesn't uh, bode yeah. well for the conference overall. Central Arkansas took Western Kentucky down, and that was at home. Uh, that was in Bowling Green. Charlotte knocks off uh, Gardner-Webb and uh, UAB edges out Alabama State. Uh, the one that surprised me, FIU, they have a uh, you know pro, uh, a pro good pro-looking quarterback down there, Butch Davis, I think, in year three. And there were some high hopes for FIU, but they go down to uh, to Nola in the Big Easy, and, and man, they got they got hammered, forty-two uh, to fourteen tonight. Uh, Rice is up at West Point to take on Army. Army, a 23-point favorite in that one, so see uh, what Rice does. 
Saturday, FAU, the, the Fighting Kiffins up in, in the Horseshoe to take on Ohio State. Uh, UTSA entertains Incarnate Word. Uh, VMI comes to Marshall, Norfolk State at Old Dominion. Middle Tennessee at the Big House at Michigan. Abilene Christian uh, at uh, North Texas. Uh, Louisiana Tech, Bulldogs go to Austin to take on uh, Texas. And then Houston Baptist comes uh, to UTEP. Southern Miss... Uh, with a with a Alcorn State game, a lot a, a lot like some of these other games that uh, Conference USA opponents. But I would say if you look at uh, you know the the FBS level or the FCS level, I should say Alcorn State one of the better opponents that's that's being played in the opening weekend. Well, you know, out of the swack, obviously that's well documented. But when you look at the, one of the things that jumps out to me as you were going over the rest of the Conference USA schedule. It appears the Conference USA is kind of partnering with the Southland, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of these preseason games you talk about, in, Incarnate Word, you know, is playing a game, uh, Houston Baptist, uh, UTEP, I think, is, is playing them. Um, so, you know, Central Arkansas, another team out of, out of the Southland. So, geographically, pretty close, you know, a little bit smaller school, you know, to get out of the gate with a, with a win, you know, hopefully. So I see that trend, you know, maybe continuing. So this is really no different. I mean, the, the SWAC and the Southland, you'd have to kind of athletically put on the same on the same level. But for Southern Miss, we've been talking about it for two weeks. Uh, playing in Alcorn State, it does allow you, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't want to be Western Kentucky here, but a winnable game, right? You you, you should win it. You know, it's a it's an extra scrimmage, uh, and, and some people look at it that way. But an opportunity to pack the rock, and it's an in-state too, also. But when you look at Alcorn State. Uh, their their offensive attack, it's really a rushing attack, or it was, should be last year. Waller, their running back, 1,200 yards, 12 touchdowns. Noah Johnson, their quarterback, rushed for almost 1,200 yards last year. He also threw for another 2,200. So if the Eagles want to learn how to defend the run, tomorrow is an excellent opportunity for them to be able to do it. Well, who better who better to coach the Eagles in a game against Alcorn other than a guy who used to coach at Alcorn, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Coach Hop. So um, I, I just think... You know, weather-wise, you know, it might be a, just a, a little bit on the warm side tomorrow, but that's what you'd expect. You know, the last day of August, you know, in Mississippi. But there should be no reason why everybody shouldn't uh, shouldn't get out and and uh, participate in the game tomorrow to whatever level you know they want to and, and get to the game itself. And it's just really, really a great time of year. Well, we should encourage you come inside the stadium. Don't don't stay outside. And there's no reason. And once you're in the stadium, there's no reason to leave now. Yes. You know, and we've been told by you know Jeremy McLean, who was on this program, the athletic director at Southern Miss, that that was part of the their modus operandi in making some of these changes. That once you, as a fan, get into the stadium, there's no reason. Every excuse you've used to leave at halftime, there's no those reasons have all been taken away now. Stay, enjoy the band, and 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 finish the game off. Zero percent uh, humidity or zero percent precipitation. It'll be about forty-four percent humidity at kickoff. Yeah, the temp's going to be 89. It's going to feel like 92. Not much of a wind at all. But it, so it, it, it's pretty good weather considering the last day of August. 44% humidity is big time low, you know, for us this time of year. And of course, you move into September, those humidity levels tend, tend to drop off. But, uh, but yeah, 44% is manageable. As for Southern Miss football fans, um, what are the two or three main goals for tomorrow night in, in your mind for them to see out of their football team? or for them to uh, come away from the Alcorn State game? I think one of the things they'll be looking for is a more multifaceted offense. You know, we talked last year about the, the bubble screens and all those sorts of things that seem to come every other play. Yeah. I think they'll be looking for a more multi, multifaceted offense. And I think as much talk as there has been about the defense, the linebacking core, everything, 
um, the defensive front. I think they're going to be looking for that tenacity that there was back in the old days, so to speak, you know, the, the original nasty bunch. But regardless of who the opponent is, I think those are the traits they're going to be looking for from both sides of the football when they go to the game tomorrow. One of the big things, of course, for tomorrow is that you just want to be injury-free. I mean, that, you don't want anybody to go down. Uh, I remember my, my junior year, we had a starting cornerback. Uh, he went down first game with ACL. You, you don't want any of that tomorrow. I think it will be a commitment from uh, Buster Faulkner, but particularly we talked about the rushing attack for Alcorn State. That was because Ryan Stanchek was their OC last year. He's the offensive uh, line coach for Southern Miss this year. Looking back last year, Southern Miss rushed 45 times for 202 yards against Jackson State, which was not a fair indicator of what the rushing attack would be the rest of the year. So I'm looking, if they commit to run tomorrow night, 250. You know, maybe a little even higher from a rushing uh, because you you cut that number in half against a swag school last year, and that's what Southern Miss, you know, averaged per game, and it was in the the, the lowest five in, in the FBS last year. If you break the team down, if you want to know one group of guys who are looking for redemption more than any other part of the team, it's the offensive line. They were maligned last year. Or the offensive line is terrible. That's what everybody was talking about. Uh, young, obviously, and that tends to go hand-in-hand hand until they get their feet underneath them and, and learn what it's like to play Division One college football. So I am really hoping that the offensive line in particular, for as much stuff as they took last year, yeah. I hope the offensive line this year will grab the bull by the horns and show what they can really do. And you look at them, uh, doorbacks move back, doorbacks back at left tackle, which is we all think that's the place it should be. Ty Pollard really had... Uh, an off-season to remember. People came in. He When he came in, he had lost 30, 35 pounds. It was pretty extraordinary what he had done. Clopton's at center. Fletcher's at right uh, guard. And then Tanner Hathorn, the, the, he started at Purdue and then went Juco and come in. There's some big big daddies up front. I did the math the other day. I think we're averaging around 310 to 315 up front. Height-wise, you're somewhere in the 6'4 range. So it, it's, it's going to be good. Well, all these gurus that, that break these – teams down. You know, they, they ranked all the offensive lines in Conference USA. Going into this season, the overall ranking for the Southern Miss O-line was sixth. Yeah. So that's, you know, just, just upper half. But compared to where they were last year, big strides, big improvements. So hopefully we'll, we'll see that. Injury-free, commitment to run, and then just let Jack Abraham loose. Let, give him time. Let him be the pocket passer uh, that he's going to be. We're live at 4th Street Bar and Grill in Hattiesburg. Excited uh, to have coming up after the commercial break, head basketball coach Jay Ladner. He'll sit down uh, with Kelly and I, and, and we'll talk. Uh, I'm looking at uh, an old poster and some of those shorts they used to wear on the wall. I need to ask Coach Ladner about that. We'll be back on the Eagle Hour right after this. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back at 4th Street, Bar and Grill in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Eagle Hour on the road today. Excited for the kickoff of football season tomorrow against Alcorn State. Kickoff at 6 p.m. 
Uh, always come to the Eagle Walk at 4. We're excited to be at 4th Street. Uh, Slade White, the owner here, will sit down with us next. Uh, but great food, and you never know who you find when you come in 4th Street Bar and Grill. One of, Kelly, some of the greatest. I'm looking up here uh, at a Brent Favre poster, some of the greatest. Uh, Same Sammy's over there. And that voice that you hear, who is that? It is <laughs> men's basketball coach Jay Ladner. Uh, coach, uh, you were not only uh, a basketball player, you were a student in the mid-'80s. That's right. Uh, that nasty Great time. What was, what was uh, a Jay Ladner student experience at a football <laughs> game like? <laughs> I may not better, uh, better say <laughs> some of those. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to say family show. And, uh, you know, I'm asking my players to uh, 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 behave. Things, behave. Yeah, thank <laughs> yeah. you, Kelly. Thanks for the, 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 the right word there. No, I, you know, growing up in Hattiesburg uh, – uh, at that, now, I think I grew up, and I mean this in all sincerity. It really one of the greatest times uh, to grow up at, at my age because what what was happening at, at that time was there was an incredible transformation going on from Southern Miss from a small playing college uh, sub bowl division, you know, or whatever they would call that now, football to big time football. And I saw all that happen with Coach as Coach Collins took over. We've always had a great football tradition here. Same thing with baseball. Baseball, there was a great commitment to baseball in the early 80s where we started fully funding baseball and scholarships. And this has always been a great baseball area. And then, and then as far as basketball is concerned, uh, you know, uh, before Coach M.K. Turk took over, who I had the honor to play for, uh, we didn't win a game. We did not win a game the season before Coach Turk took over. And he had been an assistant at Memphis and, Memphis State at that time. They had just come off a Final Four team. I obviously have a great tradition up there, and came out, and then to see that happen. So it was just a great time, an exciting time. The 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 the, the, the marketing pitch back that that time was Eagle Fever. Yeah, everybody. I don't know if y'all remember that. And it, and the the logo was was themed after Saturday Night Fever, which was you know an iconic movie uh, uh, during that time. So. It, it was just a great time, and so as a young boy growing up that loved athletics, all sports, and then to to be able to come to USM, which would have been my dream school, uh, it, it was just I, I've, I've had a charm life, and and I have I, I thank the Lord every day for my great blessings. But y'all ask about a football game. Football games were so exciting. Going back to the pep rallies that that usually happened on Thursday or Friday, depending on. Uh, who we were playing and out in front of the administration yeah, building. Yes, absolutely. And they were out in front of the administration building and the, all that we had. There was a huge Greek system at that time, sororities, fraternities. Uh, that doesn't seem to quite be a, quite as large now, but it was just a great, great excitement every single week, no matter football. And then that spirit transformed over to basketball. And then obviously our baseball program is, is quickly became what it is today. Just, it, just, it was just a great time, and I, I'm still hung up on Eagle Fever. I still have it. We still have it. And, you know, Coach, the beginning of football season just kind of triggers everything yeah. else. I mean, you, you feel like it's here. And we know you, you guys have started practice yep. uh, just a couple practices in. Um, what should Golden Eagle fans be excited about? Well, I, I will say this, and, and I want to certainly temper the, the excitement. I, I, one of the things that I told Dr. Bennett earlier uh, when, when they talked to me, he and Jeremy McLean talked to me about taking this job was that I would never turn down an opportunity to come speak on behalf of the university or make an appearance on behalf of the university in the basketball program, and I haven't. I haven't, and this is another great example. I'm honored y'all be here. Obviously, I've had a, always had a great admiration for Kelly, and uh, going back to our time, my time here at USM, so he was part of all that that was happening at that time, so anything he ever asked me to do, yeah. I'm willing to do. 
Uh, I, I'm be careful. Yeah, I know, I know he's fine. I, I understand that, but I, I'm just telling you that, that he he was part of that experience, and so I feel, I feel a great uh, uh, respect and admiration for him. So whatever he asked me to do, I'm gonna do. I would have done it anyway, obviously, Luke, to to, to come here today. But uh, as far as our basketball program is concerned, uh, very, we lost a lot off last year's team. And let me just be the first to say this: Coach Sadler, I thought, has done a did a great job of mitigating. Some really, really tough circumstances, and my and I, I'm, I've known Coach Sadler. I've known him during the whole time he was here, uh, 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 coaching at USM. And I, as someone that's it, I, at Southeastern Louisiana, we walked into a program that hit, that was on probation at the time. Trust me, it is a very tough deal. Yeah. And for him, I, I think that his experience kind of helped keep our head above water just a little bit. It was it would have been tough. I mean. You know, Adolph Rupp could have come in and, and, and struggled, you know, those first couple of years because of what happened. Um, so, I, so I think he, he, he helped us do that, and I want to be, like I said, the first to say that my hat's off to him. But with that being said, last year's team lost, had a short bench anyway, and they lost uh, virtually our entire production. Some really good guards uh, out of there. Um, uh, and, and so we've got a really young group. We had to make a decision coming in. Our goal was to be a national power. Uh, we, 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 I didn't want to take any shortcuts. I want one that can compete for championships every year. And to do that, and especially by the time we got the job, we got the job on May 1st. Signing day was already about three weeks earlier than that. So, you know, and, and to sign players, unless they have some chinks in their armor, and what I, what I mean by that, guys that were available after May 1st were guys that there may have been something wrong with. They had something wrong in their background, character, possibly grades, or maybe they just weren't big enough, good enough. It just, just whatever it is, it's just rare uh, for a uh, the type of player that we would want to recruit uh, to help us accomplish that goal of being a national championship to still be quite available or us to even have a chance at that player uh, because of, of just the situation of us being in there late. All right, so fast forward, and I, I hats off to our, I think I have I've, Fortunate, and I'm surrounded by one of the best uh, assistant coaching staffs uh, that anybody could could ask to have. Uh, Clarence Witherspoon, obviously uh, a 13-year NBA veteran, most decorated player, a holdover from Coach Sadler's staff. Coach Kyle Long, I think, is uh, who has been with me at Southeastern Louisiana. I really feel like the architect of that program that we were able to put together down there. He he came with me from Southeastern Louisiana. Uh, and then Delonte Hill, who's really regarded as one of the top recruiters in the country. We are so blessed to have him. And uh, so they, with all the, the the challenges that we had, they're able to put together a staff, I mean, excuse me, a class that we can be proud of. And we can already, instead of waiting to next year's class to start, we were able to start this year. We've got a heads up on that. And that's because of their contacts, being able to beat the bushes, and we were able to find a few diamonds in the rough mm-hmm. out there. So, uh, we, we we put together a class. Uh, I, I think you know uh, uh, recent uh, you know uh, additions. Uh, the guys we've signed over the last three or four four weeks, we've, we were able to go out of the country, which is something that we we kind of needed to do because of the the pickings that were left here in the United States weren't weren't that strong. Um, uh, Artur Kanatsik is a six eight forward. He can really shoot the basketball. He's a typical European player. Kelly, you'll be old, old enough to remember this name, Kiki Vandeway. 
Sims. He Rucker. really reminds me of Kiki Vandeway. Now, I have used that now, Ken. He doesn't know who Kiki Vandeway is. <laughs> Luke doesn't know who he is. He, he worked for you. Kelly obviously knows who he is. He played at UCLA uh, Nuggets, great mm-hmm. player for the Nuggets. He's actually one of the top executives, too, in the NBA now. Um, I actually heard him. Uh, he speaks to our group when we go to the uh, Final Four meetings uh, for Division One. And uh, But anyway, uh, he, he really reminds me of that. Uh, secondly, Angel Smith, a top 20 player from Florida, 6'5", can really shoot the basketball. Uh, 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 Jeffrey Armstrong is going to be a great point guard for us. Uh, you know, uh, Hunter Dean uh, is a young man from North Shore, Louisiana, 6'10", uh, going to get taller, bigger. Uh, he, has not, he has not disappointed at all. He's put on 23 pounds. He got in our weight program. Uh, which I, I feel like our, our weight coach, uh, Alex Richard, does a great – well, Richard, uh, he, Alex Richard, he's from up north, so they pronounce it Richard. We pronounce it Richard. But anyway, Alex Richard does a great job. As he's put on 23 pounds in June and July. So, you know, those, that's just the sampling. Uh, uh, Austin Leslie is a young man from over in uh, uh, Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, his high school coach and I, once he found out that I'd gotten a job, he put the brakes on uh, some other schools that were recruiting him. And I know we're probably getting ready to head. Are we getting ready to feel good? No, I think we good. One of the right. things. Okay, hey, so I will finish this up, and, and, and I'm certainly uh, probably leaving a guy or two off. I'm not sitting here looking at my roster, but Austin Leslie uh, is a <laughs> state high jump champion in Alabama, the state triple jump champion, tremendous athlete, wow. 3A player of the year in Alabama. So all those guys we were able to kind of get, even though our challenges are not having the ability to recruit them throughout the year. If putting on 23 pounds in the offseason is a prerequisite, I'd be all conference every me, year. Tell me, <laughs> you and I, we'd be all Americans, wouldn't we? I'm telling you what, if, if, look, I'd love to have that, that problem. Hey, real quick, we got about 45 seconds left. Okay. But something that intrigued me is, is you were talking about growing up in the 80s, yeah. and one of the most popular TV shows in the 80s was Cheers, yes. where Norm would walk in and everybody was saying, Norm here? Norm, no. But when you walked into Fourth Street today, hey, <laughs> hey, what's up? You know, and and I love Fourth Street. Well, look, Clay and those guys yeah, do a great job. But, but coaches have a little bit of an yeah. ego. But everybody here knows you as Jay. Well, Does uh, that yeah. bother you? No, not at all. I'm Jay. I'm Jay from Oak Grove. You know, I, you know, uh, I had a friend of mine the other day that was uh, talking about uh, when the Ladners lived here. We moved here in 1971 from Picayune. And we lived just over Highway 59. Well, that was in the country. That was yeah, up the road, but that, that was, was in the country back then. That's Lamar Park. And all, it was Lamar Park. That's where I'm from. And, yeah. and all, all of my Hattiesburg buddies that went to Hattiesburg High, they thought we lived way out in the country. And it's literally just, as y'all know, where Lamar Park is, just over 59. But I, I'm, I'm still that guy, uh, and, and that's what's made this so fun. I'm not. I'm, I'm maybe Coach Ladner to my players, but I'm certainly Jay to everybody else, yeah. Kelly, and, and uh and I'm so blessed to be here. I want to say that. I am so blessed to be back home, and, and the Lord has been so good to me. I've never, even in my my coaching career, so rare to, I've been, the whole time I've been around home. I've been at Jones and St. Stanislaus, just down there on the coast, Oak Grove High School, and Southeastern Hammond, Louisiana, not far away from here. Just tremendously blessed. Next time you get to, the, to visit us, we'll talk about the schedule that was released this uh, yes. past week. Hello? will have me on again very soon. Coach, thanks for being on today. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. y'all. Yes. Yeah, thank y'all. Jay, Jay was on the show. <laughs> we'll be back at 4th Street Bar Girl right after this on the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Third second, the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by Campus Bookmark located on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. You're coming in uh, for uh, the game tomorrow. You may be coming in today. 
Need a new hat? I, I, I need a new hat, Kelly. This no, one. actually, the, the, that vintage look, I yeah. know that's a new hat, but it has a vintage look. That's all the rage now. Everybody likes it. It, it is, but it just has sweat stains all over it. So <laughs> I, I need to go get me another one. But whatever you need to cheer on the Eagles, uh, whether it's Jay Ladner's basketball Eagles, Scott Berry's baseball Eagles, or Jay Hobson's uh, football Eagles, stop by 4th Street Bar and Grill, located, or we're at 4th Street Bar and Grill, stop by Campus Bookmark. Located across from the university on Hardy Street. We are at 4th Street Barn Grill. Jay Ladner's off in the corner, uh, surround around that uh, 1987 NIT pressure. And there are some stories going on over there. You know, I, they're looking at that, that, that poster. He's pointing at Casey Fisher right now, the, the face of death over there, the intimidator, Casey Fisher himself. But we're joined with Slade White, the owner of 4th Street Barn Grill. I just got done eating half of my uh, chicken club wrap. And brother, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we that's that's not on the menu though. No, that's we one of the uh, specials, right? We are actually uh, just bringing up stuff throughout the next few months and kind of pick something and roll with it for about a week. Last week it was the my 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 sandwich. Uh, we just you know throwing stuff against the wall, see what sticks. But we have our regular menu all the time. But if you will uh, follow us on Facebook, you can we can see our specials every day. But don't worry, he didn't throw my chicken wrap against the wall. <laughs> he, he just served it in a nice plate. Right. No, but but I got but I got to ask you the line of of, Man. of full that's probably being yeah yeah y'all y'all put me on behind coach. I'm not going to be near as entertaining as him, but uh, they uh I, I appreciate coach and his staff. They come here and eat lunch, and I've got to know Coach Ladder in the last couple of months. Awesome guy. Like he alone is going to boost that. Boost the sales of like people like me. I've already bought tickets for wow. basketball. So now, now coming into the into the academic year, football season now, you've got trivia going on again on Thursday. Thursday nights, once a month, you do, you do trivia here. It seems like there's something going on all the time. So. Right. We uh we if if there's something out there that we can try to celebrate or make a special out of, we're going to do it. We uh not too long ago we did a I bought a countdown timer and we did the countdown to the the moon landing. You know, it's our blue moon that night, you know, so if there's something we can make a national day of it, then we're going to do it and celebrate it. <laughs> Monday night football starts uh, here, not too, actually the NFL season starts yeah. in earnest next week, so you guys tell us about your Monday night football uh, activities. We, uh, we're always, we're going to be having specials, uh, hot dogs, chili dogs, uh, wings, you know, so we're just going to do different specials each time, beer specials, drink specials, and uh, we play we play football bingo which is always just fun. It's interactive. Anybody, you don't have to know football. You just, hey, there's an interception on the 10-yard line. Mark that down. So we, we're always giving away prizes. Our, our beer reps work well with us. So, you know, if there's some swag we can give out to make it more fun, then we're going to do it. Lots of times, regardless of what restaurants you go to across the country, there are some menu mainstays. I mean, everybody's going to have this on their menu. Everybody's going to have that. But there's some unique things here at Fourth Street, including the chicken thigh sandwich. Right now, tell us about the genesis of that. How did that come about? Well, and we actually we actually beat Popeyes and Chick Fil A. We beat them to the war. We did this way before <laughs> that started. But no, we uh, like I say, uh, Kyle, our our kitchen manager, he's a great cook. He, you know, we started throwing around just an idea of having something a little bit different, and so we just came up with a sandwich, and he made a good base sauce to go with it, and. Onion strings, I mean, we just kind of invented it, and it's between me and Booty and Kyle, we just kind of, hey, let's do this. Oh, add that, add that, and that's how it develops. So. Yeah, but normally, you know, when you get a chicken sandwich, it's a chicken breast. It's the it's yeah. white meat, but, but a chicken, chicken pie, pie is dark meat. Right. Right. It's, it's different, you know, so when we sold the pool out of them, we got people asking to bring them back. So we can't bring it back like now because then it wouldn't be special. 
so we'll bring it back in a month, and it'll be special again. One of the things that's unique about your clientele, I think, Slade White, is the fact that you've got college kids, which, as the kids came back to campus, you had to do a lot of IDing this Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Yeah. Forever, forever now. Right. To be, to be frank, there were a lot of, you know, young, young college kids, but you've also got some oldsters like me. Right. You know, which makes the, the, uh, the clientele here at Porsche, I find, very unique. A good, good mix of young and old. Uh, tall, small, short, fat, whatever. They're yeah, all here. You can come here, like as you just used the reference for Coach Ladner's cheers. That's kind of how we are. I mean, we welcome all, not all ages, 21 or over, but all styles of walk and walks of life. So uh, we want you to feel welcome here. Um, how did how did Dalton get in, if that's the case? <laughs> oh, yeah, he just turned 21 oh, you know, not long ago, so don't, don't flash that license in a heartbeat now. <laughs> and, and to be, you know, just to make sure you know, during the day, during plate lunches and all that, everybody's welcome. I mean, kids of all ages, whatever. So we don't turn, we don't go 21 and over till about six o'clock in the afternoon when, you know, the regulars start showing up and pools being played. And but uh, during the day, everybody's welcome, and that's even including on Saturdays and Sundays. You know, for lunch. Now this is Catfish Friday. Oh man, that takes place on Fridays. But how often do you do you change the, the your lunch specials? Well, on Monday we kind of do a chef's choice. But as we've mentioned, like this week we did, uh, we're doing a tuna steak, which is a great piece of mm. meat, and uh, and we're selling it for thirteen ninety nine, and it's easily at some of these other restaurants. I know for a fact it's the same thing they use, and they're getting twenty two, twenty three dollars out of it. But we're not trying to do that, you know. We still, so we'll offer like next week. We may we'll pick another sandwich from with that all week with our base menu. Bundy is a uh, chef's choice, and we. When it starts getting cold, we'll start doing red beans and rice and stuff on Monday. And then the rest is pretty set. We'll have a country fried steak on uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays is hamburger steak, Thursdays is pork chops, Fridays is catfishing. If you haven't been by to have our catfish and our pork chops, I'm going to put it to the test right here on the radio. Y'all come try it and let me know how it is. No, I've actually the pork chops, good thick uh, yeah. cut of meat. It's too. a chunk of meat. Tomorrow. Opening day for the uh, for, for, man. What's going on tomorrow? It is right? here. It's gonna Can be you nuts. believe it? It's here. Yeah. It would just drop thirty degrees. I, oh man! I just man, <laughs> I can't believe it. I may not sleep tonight. So uh, tomorrow, you know, we've already gotten people in here that came in to visit with us for lunch. They're uh, they're free gaming already. Aren't they? Already, they're ready. I mean, we're, it's the buzz is in the air. Yeah. Like I say. So we'll uh, we'll make you a tailgate tray. You know, people are gonna come by before and after the game. Uh, they're already talking about, I heard at lunch, I sat with Coach Ladner and those guys, and uh, they're already talking about the first game of basketball, how they're going to be here before and after, you know. So uh-huh. it's that time of the year. We're ready for it. We're amped. Um, I do want to mention that I think, looking at the schedule, we will have every Southern Miss game on TV in this bar. So one way or the other, if I got, if I got a, you know, last, last year I think I bought into another conference network for the day just to get it. So, if it's on, if it's a Southern Miss, even the teams up north, we have their games on as well. But if it's, if it's on TV, we're going to somehow get it. Even if you have to have a buddy of yours stand up on the roof with the rabbit ears in his mouth hey. like a thunderstorm. You'll... Yeah. <laughs> hey, during, during baseball season, I told Coach Barry and Kaye that I would run a wire down the trace and put up a camera where I could live stream it if they would let me. You know, <laughs> so I was, you know, so we we love our Southern Miss. Actually, well, and the location is is great. Right. I mean, the, the some of the dorms right across the uh, right across the interstate. Yeah. the Highway Forty Nine. I'm, I'm just staring at the scoreboard right, right. Yeah. from my yeah. chair. Yeah. yeah, so great location. So if you the, with football, baseball right down the road, 
Uh, green right down the road. I Everything. Mean, you could walk to any of these places. Absolutely. You can come park here, grab you a drink, get you, get you, uh, get you cooler, and walk over to the rock. But um, like I say, come before, after, during, whatever. We actually we want everybody to go to the game. Sure. But if you can't make it, you can stop by. We'll have it all. Special hours tomorrow because of opening day or your standard. Tomorrow was standard, but coming up when. Southern Miss has the early games. We're going to be doing brunch and breakfast and stuff like that, along with Bloody Marys and mimosas. And so you can come here, get your free game on, and then get your belly full of grits and biscuits, and then go tailgate. Okay. And and where can people keep up with the hours, the hour daily operational hours? Your Facebook page. I you guess. can follow us on Facebook and uh, Instagram. So just look us up, like our page, and like I say, we get, we even give stuff away online. So just like and share and post. Where did all of this? memorabilia stuff come from? Man, it's uh, been awesome. Actually, Mike and Gail, of course, had a lot of it, and when they moved downtown, they couldn't take it all to the new end zone. So they're like, hey, you can, y'all can keep whatever we don't take. Since then, people come in and just see it and say, I've got this piece, I've got this piece. Like Shelton Gandy popped in not too long ago when that, that fanfare thing that Favre had or whatever. Yeah. Him and half of Favre's team was in here that night. And they just like, hey, I've got an independent jersey I'm going to send you up. So they wow. see it, and they get, they like, it's it's so well put together. And when they see it, they want to be part of it. And Shelton Gandy, the head coach at Wayne County High School now, yep. and he's coming back to town tonight. They play Oak Grove, you know, in their in their opening That's game. Right. So, yep. so should be a lot of fun. This is the place to be, Luke. you got a smile on your face. I just you? was looking up at this 1989 autographed Brent Favre USM schedule. Florida State, Mississippi State, <laughs> Auburn, TCU, Texas A&M, Tulane, Louisville. That was the first seven games of the 1989. <laughs> and then later on, you had Memphis and Alabama. So, Memphis State. Oh, well, yeah, back Memphis in the day. State. That's right. Back well, Slade, man, thank you so much for hosting us. And, man, great food. And uh, just cool that Jay Ladner's over there looking around. And he's still talking. Still talking. He's still here. But, man, thanks uh, for always letting y'all. us be here. Thank you all. Thank you for coming, and I appreciate your support. And I think, actually, every home game we're going to be here, right, on the Friday to kind of get things going, you know, for, for the, the uh, brass yeah. nodding their head behind so us. The there other, we go. So, man, this is the place to play at the pregame. But Slade White, the owner of 4th Street, come in and check them out. Great food. Uh, and, and what do you call it? It's your verb, pre-gaming. No, the, no, the kids call it. The pre-gaming. College, college kids call it. So come get your pre-game on at 4th right. yeah. Street. Kelly and I will close out the Eagle Hour. The day before kickoff, right after this. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Back live at 4th Street Bar and Grill on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Big thanks to Slade White for inviting us out today and hosting us. And uh, Kelly, the uh, the chicken wrap is officially gone. I, I got one during the, the second and third segment and just finished it off right now. And, and it is it is a special that you, you know asked for, but you can eat at places like this if you're watching what you're eating like you and I are. So I had I had that chicken wrap with steamed fresh vegetables. 
It was great. I was perplexed because I've only done the shrimp po' boy or the Philly cheesesteak, and I didn't need to do Right, because we were in the Delta last night. Right, uh, calling uh, the Jones Oklahoma game, and we ate at Abe's, right where Robert Ooh. Johnson sold his soul at the Crossroads. And uh, I didn't need to do uh, something heavy again today. And I and I hate it for Jones. Yeah, but Oklahoma, man, they were like five and fifty over the past. Yeah, so good. I mean, again, I hate it that it was Jones, but good for Oklahoma. The river took care of business last night. Well, they wanted the Pearl River one in the last like thirty seconds. It was it was a great ball game up at uh, in Oklahoma. What time did you night. get in last night? About one thirty. Oh, we, were like, we didn't have as long a drive. We were like two thirty, two forty. Anyway, great, uh, great time today. Uh, great food here. Just a couple of things you should know about. Women's volleyball starts up today uh, in beautiful downtown Laurel. No, <laughs> Denver, Colorado. You're such a jerk. They're out there at the uh, the Denver Classic uh, at five o'clock today or four o'clock today Central Time. They take on Seattle. Two games or two matches tomorrow at 1 against Denver and then at 5 against San Francisco. Coach Radecki excited uh, about this team. And, again, in just a couple months, that new facility uh, will be ready. Cross country also starts today. Coach Aaron Kent takes his cross countryers up to Memphis, Tennessee to start in the uh, City Auto Memphis Twilight Classic hosted by Christian Brothers University. Good news out of soccer. They got their first one of the season, took down Lamar. Uh, two to one yesterday. Joe Andy Ramos and Alice Campos both scored in the first half, and Lady Eagles uh, will be back out uh, their last uh, road game before they start uh, a good home stretch. They take on Louisiana Monroe Sunday at one. Uh, tomorrow, Kelly, uh, a lot of those things that we talked about to make the stadium more family friendly are happening. Just to remind a couple people, Eagle Walk has been extended. So at the end of the actual Eagle Walk, the team is not going to turn left to go towards the field house. You can actually go down towards Spirit Park. You can get on Ray Guy Way in between the practice field and the field house. So a, a better opportunity to, to grow Eagle Walk. That's always a great thing. Yeah, I mean, the, you don't have to be 15 deep. You know, if you want to be a little bit closer to the team and build that camaraderie, just find one of the new spots, you know, that as it's extended, find one of those new areas and kind of stake your claim. I always think it's kind of funny when you go to Eagle Walk, it's the same people in the same spot <laughs> every week. It's like church on Sunday. You know, hey, this is my spot. Get out of my yeah, spot. That's right. 1 p.m. tomorrow at Spirit Park, there's going to be Junior Eagle Funland. That's always a, a great place for families to go. Uh, there's just a lot of things, a lot of schedules going on tomorrow. After the Eagles win, I said it, after they win, uh, there's going to be fireworks uh, tomorrow night. So just a, an exciting day tomorrow. What time are you, what, are you heading out to? Well, about what time tomorrow? I'll be there about 9 o'clock. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, the big uh, tailgate tomorrow. We invite everybody out for that military tailgate. We'll be there. Starts at starts at noon. Starts at noon. Or starts at 2. 2 till 4, I'm being told. The brass is telling me this behind us. Uh, and it's uh, will be a lot of food out there. And if you're a military veteran or active military, please come. And uh, and hang out with us, and we would love uh, to, to pregame. Now they still letting tents and stuff be set up today. I, I, I wonder so. what that rule is now, because I you know I was, I was driving around Southern last night, and some people already had their tents set up and in place. So I, I hope so. They're they're camping right yeah, there. That's good. Hey, it's exciting, man. We want yeah. people in. You're talking about Eagle Walk. Uh, my teammate John Eubanks got a fresh picture up there, and and uh, Austin Davis did too. Austin had that. Just that Samson look with like hair down to his shoulders. Well, he's he's fresh cut there. He, we were texting this week. He was thankful for that. But John Eubanks got a fresh picture up there. 
And uh, we were all on Facebook commenting on it, and, and I said something effective. I said, well, uh, what do rep- represent Johnny U? I said, because you know they're not going to put another punter's picture up there. <laughs> and, and, you know, we, we have produced some great punters throughout the years, including, you know, Gerald Wilson, Ray Guy, and, and you know, along the <laughs> same lines. But when you look at, you know, you, you mentioned Austin Davis. Look at the quarterbacks that Southern Miss has produced. Guys that have played in the NFL. I mean, you know, Jeff Kelly, and now you got, you know, Mullins and, and uh, Favre, obviously. I mean, Reggie Collier, all these. But, with, but that sometimes gets overlooked at how Southern Miss has been a, a factory of quarterbacks. We've had a it lot has. of QBs in the NFL. When you look statistically, uh, Nick Mullins and Austin Davis, besides Dak Prescott and, and Steve McNair, are the statistically mm-hmm. the greatest quarterbacks you know, to, to, to ever play in the state of Mississippi. So we're getting excited tomorrow. People, come to the Berg. Come, come to the Hub City. It's here. We're getting super excited uh, about what Southern Miss is going to do. Um, Kelly, quick prediction uh, tomorrow. What do you think the final score is going to be? Southern Miss 42, Alcorn will get a uh, garbage touchdown late. 42-7, to seven Eagles. I'm going to give uh, a garbage touchdown late uh, and something early, but I think that the offense is going to show out tomorrow. I'm 49. I'm 49-13, Eagles. Okay. 49-13, Eagles. Well, we appreciate uh, Jay Ladner for joining us, Slade White for hosting us today. Thank you for joining us. We'll catch you uh, on Tuesday. Monday is Labor Day, so enjoy your weekend. And we'll catch you back same time, same place. And the Eagles will be 1-0. As always, Southern Miss to to the the top. Talk Mississippi Media Production.